You're listening to the Cowboy Talk Podcast, recorded in the North Lake Shop Building. I'm your host, Justin Sharp, joined once again by today co-host, Chad Waldron. How you doing? Good to be here again. I can't wait to get this interview underway. And special guest, community member, and past FFA member, Conley Kittredge. Howdy. Yeah, so first starting off the podcast, we're going to talk a little bit about sports. Once again, um, baseball is a little bit of a problem. So we have, what, seven people? Uh, seven at best. Yeah, so if you want to play baseball, and or if you just want us to have a team this year, uh, get out there and play baseball. You have until March 16th to do so, and it's looking like we're going to be pretty pretty short of people. So go ahead and play baseball. Uh, track is also underway. Um, time trials are scheduled for this Friday at noon here at the school. Yeah? Yes. Okay. Uh, the first meet is scheduled for Thursday, March 18th at Crook County, which is the day before state convention. It right? is the day of state convention. Okay. So the, uh, sorry, that should say March 19th. 19th. Okay. 19th. Okay. So the, uh, the track meet is on Thursday and those FA members who are participating track that's fine. They will be dropped off at Redmond Fairgrounds for the convention on uh, on their way home. They'll probably make it before the first session too then, right? I would expect so. Okay. Uh, and then for elementary sports, elementary basketball starts on March 9th, which is today for grades 3, 4, and 5. Girls are going to practice on Mondays and boys are going to practice on Tuesday every week. And games are on April 14th. The cost is $20 for registration. And uh, practices will go from 3.45 to 5 o'clock in the gym after school. Yeah, and check for updates on that occasionally. If we have bad walk weather, the track and baseball will oh, be in the yeah. gym. So last just, year you just need to check and make sure that that does not get canceled at the last minute. Okay, yeah, that happened last year a lot. Uh, Wednesday the 18th, the learning fair here at the school is going on from 4 to 6 p.m. And the high school drama is going to present uh, boxes at 6.30 p.m. Is that a play? Yeah. It's going to happen there in the gym? School yeah. play. Okay, admission is $3 to get into that. And then, once again, we've talked about this a couple times now, but FFA State Convention is the 19th through the 22nd there in Redmond. So we have, what, uh, 15 people going to that? Uh, we have 20, Ooh, 20 people registered. Wow, okay, so that's a pretty big group for us. Uh, spring Retreat and uh, at Fair Point Bible Camp, it's March 23rd through 26th for grade 7 through 12, if you're interested in that. So get go ahead and get signed up. So interview time, Conley. Go ahead and introduce yourself to the podcast listeners. Uh, I'm Conley Kittredge. Uh, graduated from North Lake here in 2013. I was a previous uh, FFA president and continued my education at Blue Mountain Community College. I have an associates in ag production, crops, and diesel technology, and returned back to Fort Rock to the family ranch and worked full time for my dad and. Uh, started a hay company, uh, trucking our hay. Nice. So you're driving truck full time now, pretty much. Oh, a few days a week. Yeah. So what what did you major in up at Blue Mountain, Conley? What was actually your certificate or whatever your grad status? Um, I got I have an associates in ag production crops and an associates in um, diesel technology. Is that four years then? Oh, I did it all in three. Oh, nice. I think we have a few kids going to Blue Mountain this year, I think. I know that Carly Nilsson is up there. Yeah, I think Joe Warden's going this year. Okay. I think he's going to Bethlehem. Either Blue Mountain or Eastern, I can't remember yeah. what he's decided on. Yeah. Did you, did you like, do you think it was a good school, Blue Mountain? Um, When I was there, the diesel program was pretty good. And uh, I think it's kind of gone downhill since our uh, previous instructor, Scott Wagner, uh, passed away. is not doing it anymore. But at the ag program, 
I think it's good. Um, I think that maybe some teachers in the ACT program might not be teaching the correct classes. <laughs> but uh, they got a huge grant and uh, they built a new ACT center, um, put in another pivot and bought some new equipment. And uh, anyways, I, don't, I think it, I wouldn't say it's bad. Um, I, of course, that's about the only act program I really know at a community college. But anyways, yeah, no, it was, it was worth it. I, I think it's a dang good program, and I have no problems recommending it to students. I do laugh, and I've had this conversation with Conley many times about him taking soils class up at Blue Mountain. And you get in class, and, and uh, you guys realize that you actually do know soils. Well, Levi had the exact same <coughs> problem at Corvallis at Oregon State stressed out, thought he was going to fail the class after two weeks. He comes home and says, man, I already know this stuff. And I, I should be teaching the class. I'm like, yeah, maybe you should, Levi. Yeah, yeah that's one thing. Uh, they used to call us the soil Nazis back soil in my Nazi. high school days. And uh, Chad does know how to teach soil. And uh, yeah, I, I soils was always something we did uh, very well in when I was in high school. Yeah. Yeah, actually, Conley, you actually went to Oklahoma City, competed at nationals, and actually did very, very well, uh, finishing the top 20 that yeah. year. Yeah, back in 13, because uh, 16th best soil judger in the nice. nation. Yeah, well, hopefully we can get there next year. It, it is my plan to be going to Oklahoma City next May, so yeah. we this... need to practice a little bit more, yeah, no, uh, do a little more work, and hopefully we can make it back to Oklahoma and do that. Yeah, again. well, I think we would have. Our team would have done pretty good if it wasn't for uh, Brad and Josh. <laughs> what happened with them? Oh, they just really just, I don't know what happened with them. But I don't know. <laughs> we, they blew like two pits and oh, nice. uh, it kind of took our advantage away. Yeah, well, I was the coldest I've ever been in my life, too. Me and Eric Nielsen sat in the truck for three hours while you guys were out judging if I remember right. Yeah, and the funniest thing was, I, I think I told you after banquet or the day we graduated that that pit in Oklahoma, I did perfect on. I never stepped some foot in the pit. Yeah, actually, uh, you need to edit that and cut that from the podcast so so nobody gets any ideas. Don't hear that. Don't you didn't ideas. you oh. didn't step foot in the pit. You did perfect on. Yeah, that is crazy. <laughs> I kid you not. It was a rainstorm. <laughs> that is nuts. Was was that the year that we had the hurricane, the Tiger Nado? Yeah. Hotel. No. 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 Uh, there was just a tornado warning. Okay. But did you take him to do? You, have you guys gone back since? I've been back three times. Did yeah. you guys go to Trappers again? Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> so but that, they actually had a tornado and it wiped out the zoo and the tigers and lions. Oh, I remember that. Wasn't that like a tiger tornado? Wasn't that a huge national news story? It, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was pretty awesome. And then we were walking the hotel and there, we were up ankle deep walking down the hallway of the hotel. Wow. <laughs> First and only tornado I've ever been through. Huh? I'll be darned. Uh, and yeah, we didn't. It wasn't yeah. a tornado, but it was a big rainstorm, and Chad always buys the nicest hotel rooms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I was told you bucks not <laughs> on the bed when we got there. Oh, my God. And then your ceiling was falling down, and then you're like, how was the shower? I'm like, well, it's kind of like a dog peeing on your back. <laughs> if you haven't had that, it's kind of like a horse, only a little bit softer. <laughs> and it's hot. Uh, did you ever go to a national convention? Oh, Yeah. Yeah, I think, was my group the last one that went? Yeah, I think it had, probably yeah, so. I think it had to be. Yeah, we snuck off and went to, chat about left uh, Matrant uh, in Indianapolis because uh, 
we might have ditched the concert and went to Hooters and then <laughs> he's like, where are you? I'm like, I don't know, we're by the school buses. We're at the school buses. I'm like, there's like 500 school buses here. <laughs> yeah, we might need to cut that out of the podcast. <laughs> okay. We're not the, is that why we don't go anymore, Mr. Walder? <laughs> no, that is not why we don't go. And for seriously, I, the reason we do have not gone is because I, I think the WLC is a better yeah. buy for the money. And so I try to do, I go to WLC or and or Oklahoma City National Soils. So yeah. It's just a matter of, of money and what, you know, we want to get the biggest bang for the buck. Did you ever go to WLC, Conley? No. Yeah. Chad told me he didn't think WLC was for me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to stick to that. Yeah, I probably sure would too. Would okay. Yeah. I would have made it. I just you would have made it, but yeah, yeah. WLC was a blast. So now let's talk about some uh, cap and trade. So you went to have you been to Salem once or twice for the protest? I just went uh, this this last time. Yeah. Do you have your truck and everything? Yeah. There? I had my truck all signed up, and uh, actually Andrew Miles came with me. Nice. And uh, anyways, we uh, well the Timber Unity thing it was organized, but. It was organized and unorganized at the same time because uh, I was going to go. I went with the Rick Real group and one place had said they were leaving at four in the morning. The other place said they were leaving at six. And so anyways, I was if they were going to leave at four, I was just going to hop in with the Tillamook boys. They were coming through Rick Real about 630. Anyways, we got to the fairgrounds there and I don't know, there's 20 other trucks there. So finally kind of kicked the sand and finally one guy was like well i know how to get to the capital we can make our own oh, our geez. own uh convoy so anyways i told him yeah tell them what they should be oh half hour behind us so anyways yeah we went right downtown and uh i think my train horn started about a quarter to seven we were circling and honking and That's uh awesome. anyway yeah i think it turned out there was over 9500 people that attended it and over 1100 trucks and uh, yeah, uh, Sonny Foreman, he was there. And anyways, there is, I, uh, in the Hay Hall world, we were pretty good represented. Uh, Yanks, they had, a, they, had a, <laughs> they had their truck and trailer loaded with hay and took it right down through there. Oh, wow. And then my buddy Sam that drives for Misty Meadows Dairy. Oh, I know. Uh, Hogan's. He's cool. Oh, yeah. We've been to Hogan's Dairy on Ag Tour before. Yeah, anyways, Hogan's driver was there and had four bales of alfalfa on his drum. And then uh, it was, I was honestly surprised uh, when we were doing it, there was a lot of people just commuting to work, it seemed like, and uh, they were honking and waving. Yeah, I bet they were pretty mad. No, they were, it really? was like, the, there was more people just in the general commuting traffic that I were glad to see what we were doing huh. versus people that were flipping us off. That's actually mind. kind of surprising. I, yeah. I so, was, do you think the the general public actually knew what you were doing there, and what your goal and your purpose was? Um, I think I don't know. Uh, I'd say it's probably half and half. Um, because I mean, Timber Unity is all over Facebook, and uh, I, I, I think maybe people. I think that there was a pretty good talk that yeah, everybody it was, a, it was a pretty popular knew gathering. what we were doing and we didn't do anything illegal. We didn't make a mess, but by golly, we screwed up traffic that Thursday morning. <laughs> and uh, I think that we made a point. Yeah. So we did. The Republicans walked out. They haven't voted on it. They're, 
Is it? It's another cap and trade bill, isn't it? Yeah. Or is, yeah, that's what I thought. Um, and see, I this is what really bothered me is that so this cap and trade came from the HB twenty twenty when that got uh, kind of yeah. shot down last um, I guess beginning of summer. Yeah. They, so now they want to they want to have a carbon tax, and they're talking seventy two cents per gallon of fuel. Yeah, it's nuts. Um, I just uh, roughly off the top of my head. I think it increases too. I think it's like seventy two uh, cents per gallon like this year, and then it goes. Oh yeah, this, that's it, they can always amend it. Yeah. And just at seventy two cents on highway fuel diesel that I put in my truck, my rates would go up fifteen percent overnight. Yeah. And. Everybody knows that their rates go up 15%. They're going to charge 20% to cover them. And how is how is putting a tax on fuel doing anything for the our, the carbon footprint of Oregon? Is what all of this doing is it's going to raise prices for consumers? Yeah, it is. And quite frankly, if they want to try this stuff, we're going to get together and we're going to propose a bill that we want all the people in this, in cities to be taxed because for their carbon their carbon print and the farmers should be getting a tax credit yeah. because we're using we're taking up all that carbon dioxide and producing oxygen yeah yeah pretty well said yeah i i you know when i read the cap and trade and i know that this is it's really even not even a partisan issue because i know a lot of democrats who think this is a really bad idea it's too radical too it, soon it's well and and, and Democrats count on the economy too. And I know a lot of Democrats who know this is gonna really hurt the economy, especially gonna hurt Oregon. And I, I don't see it as a partisan thing. I do know that the, the Republicans walked out and this is the second time the Republicans have walked out and the third time in Oregon history, I guess the Democrats did this back in 2001 for some legislation. And, and a lot of people don't understand that in Oregon, it's one of the very few states you have to have a two-thirds of your uh, elected delegates there in order to have a quorum. So that's why they're walking out. It's because without two-thirds... There's no session. There's no session. And obviously, the Democrats have the majority in both houses. Uh, they, all, they have the governorship right now. So it's really the only thing that rural Oregon can do at this time to, yeah. to halt stuff. Well, yeah. And, you know, um, any kind of... Any person with some sort of business logic or uh, education, I mean, but I don't know. People just don't realize that everything comes on a truck, and literally everything. And there's there's no electric trucks. Diesel, diesel, the the fossil fuels we are using right now is the best bang for the buck. There's all this development for electric, but it's still like at least twenty years out. I'd say at least ten years out. And yeah. number two. Not everybody can afford to go buy a brand new electric truck. Yeah. So, I mean, that was like with the HB 2020, they weren't going to license anything older than 07. 07. Yeah. California is already doing that. Yeah. Right? And yeah. so I can't afford to go buy two new trucks for 175000 a piece yeah. and get nothing for my two 2000 trucks. And uh, we all kind of got together and said, the heck with them. Yeah. What are they going to do? I guess we're not going to license our trucks anymore. So that's just the state not getting any money from us. <laughs> it's very unrealistic, everything that they're trying to do, basically. Yeah, I think so. Well, thank goodness, I as of March 5th, since the uh, legislature was abruptly ended, I guess cap and trade is dead, and we never have to worry about it again. Right, Conley? They'll find out some other way yeah. to 
Just give it time. Give it time. And then they say that, well, the public shouldn't can't vote on us because they're not going to understand what this is. Well, that was what the first lockout was all about. Is Repu the Republicans didn't want to get rid of the bill. They just wanted the people to be able to vote on it. They wanted yeah. to make it a measure. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think there were several of those amendments the Republicans were trying to put in there that the Democrats just said, no, we're not going to yeah. compromise this time. Well, see, and quite frankly, this is my personal opinion and several others. I think that they are at the, our state's broke and they have no money to fund the PERS anymore. Yeah. And so they're just trying to make up anything and everything they can. And they're trying to make this look like it's uh, it's an environmental issue. And I don't think it is. I think they're just trying to cover their PERS. And Maybe. It's a new tax, like I said. You know, but nobody, uh, so like I stated before, 15 to 20%, that's everything will go up 15 to 20%. I'm talking your, because it's not just ag trucks that are. Oh yeah, no, it's like Swift drivers. Well, yeah, and, and then else. the other thing. Now this is the other thing. They want to make these carbon, carbon credits, and so is what'll happen. Yeah. All the big guys will go buy up all the carbon credits, so then they'll have enough to cover their uh, fleet, but then they're gonna uh, pretty much make a monopoly because these there's only so many carbon credits. Well, that's, so, yeah, that's what cap and trade is. It's they cap the amount of credits, and then you can trade them around. Exactly. Like nobody's going to want to trade yeah, them. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to afford to, um, you know, I don't know who's a big trucking company in Oregon anymore. Um, like well, Olson, like or Van Dykes, you know, they're some of the bigger guys. And, I mean, those are just the ones I know. I mean, I don't, they're, anyways, as to what's going to happen, they're going to buy up everything, and then all the little guys, we're not going to be able to afford to do it. Yeah. I, I mean, it's just... Uh, it's, it makes no sense, and I just like I said, this is the car is a, for carbon emissions, so they tax the fuel. Yeah, I mean, well, it's it's supposed to be to discourage people from buying fuel. Well, fuel, see, but there's no way that works because it's the only good source of. Energy quite that frankly, we have. I agree with that, and they say, you know, want everybody to go more to public transit. Yeah, I think it's a good idea. I think all you guys should stop driving and get on the public bus. Oh, yeah, out here in Fort Rock. Chevron station. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. These boots were made for walking. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, no, I mean, it just, it, it, you know, me being involved in the ag and transport world, I mean, everything. Everything comes on a truck, and if you can watch, you can watch stuff. The more it costs to get there or produce, the more it goes up. And quite frankly, we just, uh, I can't remember what the heck that tax they have on businesses. And now, um, I got it on some corporate tax. Uh, Ag West had it on, uh, anyways, it's a, ta it's a tax on something on business or something. And so now, uh, I don't, we got some parts from Ag West the other day and on the on the bottom of the invoice is there's like a seven percent tax that was ag west gets tax on so now you know they pass it off to the consumer and they want you know showing hey you know you're paying more now because we're we get, we're paying more <laughs> so now. they're being transparent about it yeah i think at least i'm glad they put that on yeah you think about how much of how much of a gas of a gallon of gasoline already goes to tax it's like, I bet it, isn't it over half in Oregon? Oh, uh, well, I don't know. It's it's like 70 or 80 some, 85 cents. Cause, it's a lot. Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, it is. Well, and we don't even have it that bad. I went down to California with my dad a couple weeks ago, and diesel was three fifty nine, and he said it went down $0.30 cents within a week. What? And it was still three fifty nine. Oh yeah, I, th I think doesn't California have some of the highest fuel taxes? It is the highest. They do have the highest fuel yeah. tax. Them in New York. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. It's just uh, I think that people would be crazy to vote on this, knowing that their uh, fuel is going to go up seventy two cents at least. Yeah. I don't think I don't. If it went to a measure, I don't think it passed. No, I don't no, think, I don't think so either. To. Which is I think why, you know, why the the Republicans wanted that yeah. option and why the Democrats at this point, the Democrats in the legislature do not. Yeah. Yeah, because I think, I don't know, I've seen something on Facebook of the 12 counties, what was it, 12? 12 or 13 rural counties. It's still made up over a million and a half uh, yeah. population, which is almost half the, well, I mean, a little under half the state. But, uh, but yeah, no, it's terrible that all these lawmakers in Salem are you know, just kind of doing what they want and it's killing Oregon business. Yeah. Especially when Oregon's a dominantly ag economy too, which is... Yeah, well, see, there was... Um, I was very surprised Marion County uh, was one of the counties opposing it. Was that, but which county? Is that Portland? That's Salem. That's Salem Marion County. County. But uh, anyways, I read this big thing. Well, I mean, nursery's huge in Oregon. And in Marion County, I forgot how many millions of dollars come from Marion County in uh, nurseries. And I guess they heat all their um, greenhouses in the wintertime with natural gas. Natural gas was gonna get that tax. Yeah, and natural gas is like the cleanest we have right now. Yeah. I think that's why emissions have gone down. Well, yeah, I mean, shoot, the they wanna decade. tax our fuel, go electric, but, but then wanna take out four dams on the Snake River. Yeah. <laughs> we have already, yeah, we had that conversation several podcasts Yeah. Ago. It is absolutely crazy to be talking cap and trade and then go and suggest to take out Dam dams. And, I mean, it's, yeah. hydropower is the cleanest and cheapest, most efficient right power next, yeah. we have. Except for and, like nuclear, which is never going to happen yeah, again. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, so it is crazy to have the same conversation coming sometimes from the exact same people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, yeah, I don't know. That's my take on uh, cap and trade and anyway i was i was kind of disappointed a few people my friends i knew that were like oh well you know we're just too busy we couldn't go have one of our trucks down there i was like you know what if i can <laughs> okay. if i can if i can go to this i think you can go yeah. to this and uh but yeah anyway i think that well on social media it sounded like there was like a far couple farmers in a log truck that showed up but like i said i was, was there yeah and there was over 1100 trucks and uh, there was a white Kenworth going around that circled the Capitol quite a bit that way. <laughs> glad you did it. Glad you were there. I'm just glad I didn't have to get anywhere through Salem that day because I probably would have Oh, man. That. Wasn't there, oh. like, tractors and oh, yeah, well, all was, kinds of farm equipment? Oh, yeah. There was people fertilizer spreaders, uh, quad track. Uh, oh, that'd just be awesome. kind of everything. <laughs> and uh, anyway, yeah, there was... That was our kind of our point, you know. You want to do this to us? Well, by golly, we're gonna do this. We're gonna too. be clear to Flagtown. Yeah. Okay. Before we go, Conley, are you gonna uh, retell your sim farm story? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we were. We so were, okay, first, what what is sim farm? Start off. With that. Uh, it was like the old. I don't know. Is it like old farming PC. simulator? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was like on a. Uh, 
It was a it was an online version of it was a farming game. Well, it was a, yeah, it had a program that you could, you know download it into your computer. And anyways, so I was like Donald Trump of the uh, <laughs> uh, Sim Farm, and I had oh my goodness, I don't know how many field. I had like over forty fields, and all nice new equipment. No 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 livestock. I was just crops. <laughs> so anyways, I uh, I can't remember. I had to go if I was gone for work or FFA or something, but. We go to fire up farming simulator. Well, a few of my buddies thought it'd be funny to uh, sell all my tractors, buy, they bought like four or 500 head of cows and didn't like put any hay out for them or anything. So I come back, I'm ready to go check out how much money I'm making now. And they borrowed against my farm so they could buy more cows. And they just put all the cows, the cows destroyed all my fields. Half of them were dead because they didn't have water, and I was just like, yeah, I I was pretty upset about it because I had this empire, and in one day, them putting the cows out there with no uh, feed ruined it all. I hope I wasn't here that day. I hope that was the sub running the class. And, uh, but maybe it's just trying to teach you a real life, yeah. uh, a real life lesson. Don't Connor. buy livestock. Well, I didn't have the livestock. I guess. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Well, hopefully I. Your grade affected that, and you went from an A to a B or whatever because you uh, I, failed the sim farm. Yeah, the sim but farm see, section it of class. It wasn't. But the, the thing that made me mad, it wasn't me that failed it. It was them. <laughs> they, they, I was set up for success, and they. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it was. Uh, anyways, I still lose sleep over it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shoot, that's been six, seven years ago. That's a lot of sleepless nights. Oh, uh, but all right, well. That was a pretty good podcast, so I think we're sitting about 26 minutes, so oh, we'll man. conclude there. Yeah, but that was our interview with uh, Conley Kittredge. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Be happy to have you back anytime. Uh, but you've been listening to the Cowboy, po- to- Cowboy Talk podcast uh, being recorded here in the North Lake Shop Building. Uh, thank you for listening. You can find the podcast on Podbean at thecowboytalk.podbean.com, on Facebook at the North Lake FFA Facebook page, and soon to be on Apple Podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week.